Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Final Siren podcast. Thanks to Rookie Me Central. I'm your host, Peter Williams, Chief Editor of Rookie Me Central. And today we've got a really special episode. We're running through the Phantom Draft uh, for the 2021 season. Now, it's not too long away till we get into the real thing. So we thought we'd run through a Phantom Draft today. It's uh, about four rounds or 60 odd picks. So our five drafters tonight are myself, uh, Peter, and we're going to have Michael Alvaro drafted, as well as analysts Declan Reeve, uh, Micah and Ed. So guys, welcome to the show. And uh, I guess Michael will kick off. Um, Just give us a bit of a rundown into the Phantom Draft today and uh, what listeners can kind of expect. Yeah, well, I think this is just an exercise um, of putting players into range and sort of identifying perhaps a few links between clubs and players where um, I guess just for the the need of simplicity, not going to participate in live trading. But yeah, as I said, um, linking a few players to clubs and having a bit of fun by uh, putting on the recruiter's hat and, and seeing what we can produce here. So we've all got roughly around the same amount of picks. Uh, I, myself, Peter, have got Gold Coast, Hawthorne, Brisbane and Collingwood. Michael is taking North Melbourne, Richmond, Sydney and Carlton. Uh, Ed is taking Fremantle, Essendon and Melbourne. Declan is taking GWS, Port Adelaide and Geelong. And Mike is taking Adelaide, West Coast and Kilda and Bulldogs. So it's a bit of a range, but uh, it's so everyone's got roughly around the same selection. So we're not going to waste much time uh, getting into this. So we'll kick off with pick one, North Melbourne. Uh, and Michael, you're on the board for the uh, real tricky selection. Yeah, I'm going to be boring as with this pick, to be honest. Um, I could tick a few people off, but uh, it seems pretty inevitable what's going to happen here. And I'm going to take Jason Horn Francis from South Adelaide. Absolutely did not see that coming whatsoever. So obviously Jason Horn Francis off the board at pick one. We'll, we'll run through the players a bit after, but we'll get through uh, at least sort of that top 10 for a bit. Uh, so we'll move straight on to GWS and Declan, you're up with pick two. Yep. Uh, GWS, you know, we need key position players and there's a, a pretty talented one right in this range. So I'm going to place a bid on Sam Darcy to begin with. Over to Micah, the Bulldogs coach today, recruiter. Yeah, obviously hoping that the Dacos bid comes first, but the reality is there's no way that Darcy's playing for anyone else other than the Western Bulldogs next year. So I'll quickly match that one. Thank you. Okay, so Sam Darcy to the Bulldogs with pick two. So GWS are on the clock again. Um, yeah, and obviously a, a Dacos bid comes into consideration here, but it, it seems like recently we've sort of... Um, GWS have been pretty open about wanting, you know, a KPP. And Caruso said earlier in the year that Darcy is certainly one that interests. Um, and Dacos isn't quite that high because he's uh, not that he's a bad player, obviously, but, you know, he's sort of a similar midfielder to what we have. So I'll go and lock in Finn Callahan for GWS. Finn Callahan moving to the Giants. So with that, the top three are Jason Horn, francis Sam Darcy and Finn Callahan. So we're moving on to pick four, which is the Gold Coast Suns and myself. And I will be bidding on Nick Dacos. There's obviously been a bit of a link uh, in regards to Dacos and the Suns. So definitely he's obviously would add that uh, class and that sort of midfield forward uh, attack to the Suns. So I'm going to bid on him. And since I'm also the, the Collingwood recruiter in this, I'm going to match that as well. So uh, didn't want to do uh, myself any favours. So I'll match Nick Dacos and then I will be on the board again with pick five. So with pick five, uh, I think I'll have to go for, in my opinion, the uh, the best key position talent in the draft and, and someone out of the GWB Rebels, or I should say the best available key position talent. Uh, now Darcy's obviously linked to the Bulldogs, but I'm going to be going with Josh Gibkiss there. So Josh Gibkiss, the key position defender to the Suns. Uh, moving on to pick six, it's Micah with Adelaide. Yeah, so Josh Shelley has sort of been all the talk at the moment, sort of linking heavily, link, they've linked him heavily to the Crows. And I can see why we don't have a great deal of X factor. We don't have a lot of genuine match winners. And I think we can fill that need with Rochelle. So I'm going to go Josh Rochelle with pick six. Josh Rochelle going to the Crows with pick 
six. So we're over to pick seven now with Hawthorne. Uh, obviously, that's me again. So I'm going to uh, look at probably a midfield kind of talent there. There's, there's quite a few on the board. Um, obviously, you might consider someone like an Erasmus. You might consider uh, Matty Johnson. You might consider a Josh Ward. Um, but for me, I'm going to go with the guy that I, I sort of rate the highest out of those just. It would be a 50-50 between Ward and this man in Ben Hobbs, uh, GWV Rebels. So I'll go with Ben Hobbs heading to the Hawks with pick seven. And now it is the Dockers up with Ed. Uh, so uh, it's going to be hard to see who Richmond would want out of these two players, but I'm pretty confident that I'll get the two players I want either way. But with this first pick, I'm going to look for the best available tall, uh, in my opinion. And it is not the uh, the local guy in Giant Amis, but the ever-talented Mac Andrew. Freeman who could be anything, Andrew. but... Uh, so, yeah, he, he could be anything. But, um, yeah, he's one that's really shot up this year and uh, pretty happy to take him because Freeman will really do need to add to their tall stocks. Absolutely. So Fremantle, of course, they have another pick in two selections right after Richmond's pick. So Richmond, uh, Michael's on the board now, which is a bit different for Phantom Drafts of late. So he's got a second pick inside the top 10. The first one with Richmond. Michael, who are you taking? Got a nosebleed being up this high again. Um, but with pick nine, I do feel a little bit stitched up given Mac Andrews gone there. But I'm going to take uh, a player that I'm very happy Pete didn't at pick seven with Hawthorne, and that is Josh Ward. Yep, I had a feeling that might be the case. So obviously, uh, all the there's not too many surprises thus far. You're sort of going as you would expect, and I, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Ed does here. I, I reckon we probably know, but Ed, uh, who are you going with pick ten? Yeah, so I will go local with this pick and um, with uh, uh, Nathan Fife having some troubles with his shoulder and losing Adam Chair, I do want to add another bigger midfielder and Neil Erasmus. I mean, he's best available on my board and uh, just seems a just an obvious fit here for, for Fremantle. All right. So before we move on, we have got the top 10 down with Jason Horn francis Sam Darcy heading to the Bulldogs after matching that bid. GWS then picked Finn Callahan. Uh, Gold Coast Suns bid on Dacos, which was matched by the Pies. Uh, Gold Coast then selected Josh Gibkus. Adelaide went Josh Rochelle. Hawthorne went Ben Hobbs. And Fremantle picked up Mac Andrew before Richmond went Josh Ward. And Fremantle went Neil Erasmus. And that rounded out the top 10. So the only team with two selections so far is Fremantle with Mac Andrew and Neil Erasmus there with the tall and, well, slightly less tall, but still tall player in Erasmus. So Micah, he's got a couple of picks up with different clubs in St Kilda and West Coast. So the Saints are up first. Who are you going with pick 11? Well, I actually have a few options here because I want to go a midfielder. Um, I was hoping for a sort of a bit of a point of difference to the midfielders that they've already got at the moment. So a couple of names that I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Johnson. I'm thinking of Wanganeen Miller, but I'm going to lock in Josh Goda here for the Saints. Um, I like his size. I like the way he moves. Um, some may question his ball use, but I think that'll come along at the next level. And I think he just, he's got the flexibility to sort of play on, on some flanks or a little bit more outside as well. And so I think he'll fit nicely at the Saints. So I'm going Josh Goder at 11. Yeah, very, very interesting. Um, I know with Ed coming up uh, not long after that, but we've got you up next anyway with West Coast. Yeah, so I'm going to go the local kid for West Coast. Um, again, I think midfield's a need here. Um, so I'm going to go Matthew Johnson uh, for West Coast. Pretty quality ball user. I think his inside game will just keep getting better and better. And I think West Coast will be really looking to add to their midfield mix as well. And I think Johnson can definitely do that. So, uh, yeah, Matt Johnson at 12 for West Coast. Perfect. So another West Australian off the board there. Uh, Ed, you've got Essendon with pick 13. Which way are you going? So uh, Essendon haven't taken a non-Victorian with a first round pick since 2015 in Aaron Francis, who was from South Australia, but I'm going to take a South Australian this time and go with Naziah Wanganeen Malira, who is a very classy wingman, obviously the uh, nephew of Gavin Wanganeen, who was an Essendon champion. So I think Essendon will be very, very happy to get this kid on board. 
Absolutely. So uh, Naziah Wanganin, Malira there going to the Bombers and following that little bit of footy heritage. He's got quite a bit, but uh, following in that Brownlow medal uh, theme, if you like. Ironically, up next is the club that his uh, uncle also played for later in his career in Port Adelaide. Now, Declan's got a couple of selections coming up here with Port and GWS. You know, the last two selections in particular are a little bit annoying from a Port Adelaide point of view because I think they'd both be players that Port Adelaide would be looking at um, for the real thing. Um, And here, I think there's a little bit of a talent uh, drop-off after this next selection, which is going to be Josh Sin, who I think is just you know, exceptionally quick, um, you know, has really good ball use, has that midfield potential, um, you know, everything that, you know, fits into the modern game and, and how Port Adelaide especially want to play. Yep. Uh, and up next, you're going with GWS, uh, your team. Which way are you going? You obviously picked Finn Callahan with your first selection. Who are you considering with pick 15? Yep. So with that in mind that we've picked a midfielder um, at pick three that ended up being, I think we need to look at our tall stocks at both ends of the ground. And the player that I rate the best um, remaining is going to be Jai Amis from East Perth, who's, you know, just a, a dead eye accurate forward with really good leading and hands and, you know, manages to get away from opponents pretty easily. So it'll be exciting to see him at the next level. Absolutely. Uh, And now it's a little bit annoying, I must admit, now uh, with Brisbane at pick 16, because a fair few of the players I would have considered here with Goda, Wanganin, Malera and Sin uh, all off the board. Uh, So I'm sort of looking down, wondering which way we're going. Uh, And it's sort of a 50-50 here. I think my other player may last although I'm not overly confident. So I might actually go with Tyler Sonzi here. I think he's got that touch of class and I, I think he could be anything. Um, I quite like the way he, he goes about it. I think in a Brisbane system, he's uh, someone who's got a lot of uh, upside, a lot of potential. So really excited with that. A little nervous uh, if my next pick doesn't get there, but I'm hoping kind of does. Um, so we're going to move on to pick 17 with Michael. I'm very, very glad that you've taken Tyler Swansea there, Pete, because uh, it puts a little bit of stress off me um, and it's going to be a pretty easy selection. Uh, Richmond are going to take Jacob Van Royen with pick 17. Offers, obviously, a little bit of key position depth at either end of the ground. Um, I like his physicality. I think he'll be pretty ready to go at the next level. So, uh, yeah, pretty happy to get him in to Tigerland. Absolutely. So Richmond go at all. They obviously select Josh Ward in that top 10 and they've gone Jacob Van Ruin there with pick 17. So Michael, you're up with Sydney again. You're just picking all the time now. Look at, uh, look at you go. So pick 18 with Sydney. Who are you going? Yeah, thanks for that. Um, I'm going to go with a player um, who's been linked a little bit with the Swans, um, at least internally. I'm going to go with Mitch Nevitt, a big body midfielder. Um, they may need one down the line, um, a little bit of contested ball winning nows with the likes of Josh Kennedy uh, aging a little bit. Um, so Mitch Nevitt's going to be one for the future, one with amazing range and athleticism. Um, he, he could be anything really, I think. Some people may think this is a reach, but uh, I like him around this range. Absolutely. So Mitch Nevitt going to the Swans with pick 18. Ed, you've got Melbourne uh, reigning premiers with pick 19. What do you think they need to add to their list? So, yeah. Uh, so, so Melbourne are the first team under the new NGA rules to lose their top prospect for, for the year. Uh, but they're not going to be the only club because they are going to select Matito Owens. We go so Saints fans. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, under the new rules, Ed has done a dirty there with a couple of picks uh, before he's safe, but it could well happen. Melbourne have gone Mitch Owens, who uh, been linked to GWS and, and perhaps a couple of other clubs, but he adds to that Melbourne list. Uh, and unfortunately, the Saints can't match. Uh, so we're going to move on to pick 20 with Brisbane. And to be honest, the player I was going to go here is still on the board, but there's another player that I didn't think might be on the board that I think suits them just as well. So I'm actually going to go with Arlo Draper for the next selection at pick 20. He does add that class. 
Um, I might have gone at all here, but with Van Ruin off the board, I'll probably roll the dice a bit later. So I'll go with Arlo Draper. So he joins Tyler Sonzi. So that's a, a fair bit of class in that team. Uh, and it's back to Ed with pick 21 with Fremantle. Yeah, so, so this is a tough one here with, uh, although I'd like to add some more tools, I don't think any of the tools are really worth it at this pick at this range. So I'm just going to straight up take the best available talent on my board and I'm going to go with Campbell Chesser. Uh, he's definitely one who uh, would fit well. He can play on a wing. He can play off halfback. Uh, he's another. He's a Vic country boy, so should be good up there with Mac Andrew. And yeah, he, he's one I'm definitely happy at this range. He was certainly one that that was the other one that I was considering with Brisbane's selection. It was a coin toss there. So good to see him go. So Fremantle fans, just recapping what you've done so far. Mac Andrew, Neil Erasmus and Campbell Chesser you've picked up. So a bit of a, a mix in terms of talent. So plenty of spots covered. Uh, now Michael's up with North Melbourne. Obviously they picked up Jason Horn Francis with the first selection. Michael, what are you looking for with pick 22? Uh, well, I can't really say this name fast enough. It's Darcy Wilmot. Um, very glad that he's gotten through to this pick. I was a bit nervous with Ed there just before me. I know how highly he rates him. But, um, I mean, Jackson Archer is going to come in as well. Obviously, a Northern Knights teammate, teammate excuse me, of Wilmot. And, um, yeah, I, I think that both of them will do quite nicely in this young squad um, and help just give a little bit of drive out of defence, which um, they need a little bit more depth in. So, Darcy Wilmot, um, a young leader, and a very good footballer. Absolutely. And he definitely would have been off the board with Hawthorne's selection next. So lucky to snap him up there. So the Hawks went Ben Hobbs with their first selection. So they got the inside talent. Uh, so we're going to look to a, a little bit of a different one there. And we're going to opt for a selection in Sam Butler, who I had as the next highest. He sort of adds that uh, class through that midfield and forward. He obviously can play that hard game if he needs to, but Hawthorne will go with Sam Butler and there's a Geelong selection in between the next Hawthorne pick. So Declan, uh, who are you going to take with pick 24 for the Cats? Yeah. Um, well, while he's not uh, eligible for a father son, I'm going to go with someone whose father has played at Geelong in Tom Brown, who's an exciting running defender with a really good leap and obviously uh, some versatility to play in the midfield and the forward line as well. So he'll be a nice sort of blank canvas for Geelong to take on. Certainly. And that was the other selection I was considering with Hawthorne's pick. With Hawthorne's next pick, I will uh, actually go a slightly different route and go a tall and I'm going to go with Rhett Bazo with the next selection just to get him in because I know that by the next time Hawthorne pick, there won't be a quality tall. The next one's at 53. So I'm going to sneak in, get Rhett Bazo and, and really use his uh, versatility, if you like, and then add to that, given that I've got that inside uh, mid and then that sort of mid forward. So I'm going to go there. Uh, now, Michael is pretty much going to take up most of the next few minutes. He's got Carlton with pick 26, and then he's got three in a row with Richmond, 27, 28, 29. So I'm pretty much just going to throw to Michael. Uh, you're up with Carlton. Which way are you going to go? Oh, you're killing me because I'm going to have to think of my feet for the next um, five minutes, as you say. Um, but to be fair, um, as a Carlton supporter with uh, the Blues' first pick here, I'm pretty okay with this. Um, I'm going to go with Judson Clark from the Dandenong Stingrays. I think the Blues need a little bit of speed, but also classy ball movers going forward. And um, yeah, Judson Clark certainly is that. Um, fits the sort of mid-forward role. I don't think that even with the loss of Liam Jones, that will go for a key back. And even if that was the case, Rhett Bazo's gone the pick before. So um, that wasn't really an option. But um, if you want me to jump straight into Richard's picks, um, I can probably do that, Pete. Well, yeah, just take it away. Go for it. Three in a row. Who are you going with? Yeah, this is actually pretty tough. And um, I'll probably make a mistake here somehow. Um, the, <laughs> the first one I'm going to go for is Angus Sheldrick. I think he's one who's just played himself into top 30 contention. And there may be, I guess, players with more upside or a higher ceiling than him um, available. But I think that he probably suits the Richmond game. And with a guy like Josh Ward, they, they just get that reliability back into their midfield for the future. Um, and yeah, I, I think he'd be a great addition to any midfield. So 
Angus Sheldrick at pick 27. Pick 28, I'm going to go, I guess, on the flip side um, with a, a little more class, and that's going to be Zach Taylor uh, from the Calder Cannons. I think... Yeah, I mean, just in this range, oh, I probably would have picked him a little earlier even. He was in consideration for Carlton's pick. Um, yeah, so here's one that I'm happy to get in. And I want to pick a tall for the last pick. I don't think there's really any key forwards in the range. Um, I might jump at one, though, and that's Jack Williams from East Fremantle. So um, he's one who's just obviously really great aerially, pretty smart on the lead. He can use his reach when marking overhead. and um, yeah, I think just in terms of key position cover, he'll be one that Richmond might consider here. Absolutely. So now that Michael's done, uh, we're going to move on to West Coast with pick 30. And, Micah, you're on the board. Uh, which player are you going to take with that selection? Well, I really, really wanted Zach Taylor. Um, so just to have him taken just before is um, – bit heartbreaking to be honest but that's the way drafts go unfortunately um, I'm looking at two options and I'm really not sure which way I want to go but I think there's probably more chance that this guy there's one I think there's more chance that one guy gets to my next pick so I'll leave him for now I'm going to go Jesse Motlop I think add another small forward to the mix um, obviously he's um, played some junior footy in Western Australia. Um, and I think he'll be a nice little addition to uh, that uh, small forward brigade at uh, West Coast moving forward. So, yeah, Jesse Motlop. Jesse Motlop to the Eagles, which had heard a little with the Dockers, obviously under the ruling being a metropolitan NGA player over in the West, he's unable to uh, get matched by the Dockers unless he's outside that 40 uh, and also uh, unable to get taken as a father son. Uh, so misses out there too. Obviously his dad played for uh, Northern Port. So uh, we're going to be moving on now to pick 31 with Geelong. Now with the first selection, they took Tom Brown. So who are you going to go with this pick Declan? You've got a few coming up. So pick 31. Uh, yes. And with that in mind, I'm going to go for a player that's a little bit similar to Tom Brown in the sense that he's an athletic flanker. Um, but Blake Howes is way too high in my personal rankings to let slip any further. So, uh, I'm really glad to see him come to Geelong. And with pick 32, Sydney, Michael, you're up. I am. And I'm going to take Lekalia, a mature ager. I think, um, he, yeah, he's one who, I was tempted by with Richmond and uh, in hindsight, I've, I have taken two key position forwards. So it might've been a, a bit of an error, but um, yeah, with, with Sydney, luckily adds a bit of key position depth. He, he could be anything really um, absolutely unreal athleticism. His highlights package is um, as good as anyone really. Um, and just a really exciting talent for the Swans to develop. They've got a great culture there as, as we always hear about. So uh, excited to see what he can do in that system. Geelong are up now for Cats fans. You've taken Tom Brown and Blake Howes. You've got pick 33 and you're going to have 35 coming up too. Declan, which way are you going to roll this time? Uh, well, look, it's not going to quite be pick 33 uh, unless St Kilda decide to let Marcus Wintager through, but I'm going to place a bid on him. I'll, I'll quickly match that one. Yep. So you'll quickly match that. So obviously worth 366. Saints have enough with 775. Uh, there, so uh, won't be too hard to work that out with the next sort of selection. So 336, so we'll take out your next pick, which is 49 at this stage, uh, and the 56 will slide down too. All right, fantastic. Um, I think Geelong need to add some young on ballers, and there's a couple available around here, but um, I'm going to go with Connor McDonald first up. I just think that, he, you know, he's a really consistent inside winner with a bit of pace. And that's something that they could really use at Geelong in terms of their youth stocks. Connor McDonald there going to the Cats. So he'll go with pick 34. So, Micah, you're back on the board this time with Adelaide. Yeah, a couple of couple of options that I'm looking at at the moment. Um, and I made the mistake in the listics pod of just picking players that I really liked in this range. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm pretty tempted to do it again. But I think I'm going to go local um, and I'm going to go Cooper Murley. 
Yep. So Cooper Murley with pick 35. So the Crows picking up Murley. Uh, and to recap, if you've forgotten, they picked up Josh Rochelle with that first selection. So they've got Rochelle and now they've got Cooper Murley for their haul. And Declan up yet again with Geelong. So he's picked up Howes, McDonald and Tom Brown. Uh, pick 36, Declan, which way are you uh, going to go this time? Um, yeah, look, he, I guess he's sort of been sliding throughout the year due to different concerns, but I don't think I'm going to let Matt Roberts slide any further. You know, I think he's just got some really good football IQ and he's going to be able to fill a role at Geelong sort of wherever they need him to. So Matt Roberts going to the Cats. So back-to-back South Australians, there's been a few in this little range, uh, heading to Geelong with pick 36. So Micah, it seems like there's only Micah and Declan in this little run, but Micah, you're back on with West Coast. Which player are you going to pick with pick 37? Yeah, so this is the kid that I was eyeing off at 30 and felt like there was a chance that he might slide. So I'm pretty pleased that he has. He's got a little bit of a taste of senior footy this year. Um, another midfielder for West Coast that pretty versatile. I think he'll probably start on a flank before he builds up um, some time in the midfield, but that's a Brady Hoff. Brady Hoff, uh, Peel Thunder, WA, heading to the Dockers. So, uh, sorry, heading to the Eagles there. So they've picked up a couple of players that maybe Fremantle might have their eye on, but obviously the picks won't see them there. So Jesse Motlop and Brady Hoff there heading to the Eagles. So Ed, you're up with Melbourne. Uh, who are you going to select with pick 38? All right. So I can't let this guy go on bid for this long. Mm. And uh, Josh Fahey, I'll, I'll need to make a bid for Declan. Josh Fahey will move him in. Uh, I presume, I, I don't want to presume anything. Declan, would you like to match or let him go to the D's? Well, look, Peter, I've given it some really good, uh, long, hard thought. And I think I will match that one. All right, not a problem. So obviously we'll lose we'll lose that selection. Uh, we will move that on. Uh, Ed, you'll be up with another pick. Uh, which way are you going to go? So I'm going to uh, bring in another East Fremantle uh, product. They've done really well with uh, Rivers and Luke Jackson. And we're going to bring in Corey Warner, the brother of Chad, uh, to add to some uh, some nice outside run that that to help balance out their midfield. Warner heads to the D's there with pick 39 after GWS successfully matched Faye there. So we will go with Sydney up with pick 40. Uh, Michael, uh, which play are you going to go with with that one? Yeah, well, it's funny that um, Warner's gone at, at the pick just before mine. Uh, he could have joined his brother um, with pick 40, but that's not to be. Um but I, I am looking for some class. I think Sam Banks is going to suit that and probably important to get that selection in before another club of mine um, slightly down the order. So Sam Banks, obviously a, a terrific um, rebounder of the ball of half back, has scope to play on the wing and, and through midfield as well. But um, on top of everything is his ball use by foot. And I think that's a really important trait that Sydney might look at considering uh, the picks I've made before in Nevitt and Aaliyah. So he's a, another, I guess, base that's been covered here. Yeah, I think not only did you know that your picks were coming up, but you knew Brisbane would have had Sam Banks right in their sight. So I'm going to have a, a think here. Brisbane, I mean, ideally they wanted a tall. Um, I'm not certain the tall that is remaining suits them. So I might have to just stay the course uh, and try and keep going with what we are, what we're hoping for uh, in terms of maybe adding some uh, extra talent along the board. And I think I've got to go with someone who, in my opinion, is probably the highest left. Although I think I might, yeah, the one that I probably rate maybe second highest going through is Lachlan Rankin. So I'm going to go with him to Brisbane. It, it again adds that class in that front half. And I think if they can't get at all, that's the way they're going to go. So Lachlan Rankin to Brisbane with pick 41. Um, and yeah, so I move on to North Melbourne. Michael, you've got back-to-back picks with 42 and 43. Yeah, sure do. Um, and there are two players in particular on the board here that I really want and that I rate highly enough to take. Um, but looking at sort of needs, I might only be able to get one. So I will take 
that one, and that's going to be Paul Curtis, a small forward out of the Western Jets. Um, probably a position North Melbourne could do with a little bit of depth in. Um, he's just an excitement machine. He can win games off his own boot, and I, I think he'll add a little bit of value to that developing Ruse side as a few of their sort of younger uh, forwards move into midfield as well. Um, and I'll roll on with the next pick as well. Still actually pretty torn about this one. Uh, Toby Conway's still on the board, but I think a bit of key defensive depth is more important. So I'll go with a mature ager in Charlie Dean. North Melbourne having back-to-back selections there, Paul Curtis and Charlie Dean. Just to recap North's draft thus far, they've picked up Jason Horn francis which I don't think anyone would be surprised about with pick one. They then went with Darcy Wilmot at pick 22. And now they've picked up Paul Curtis uh, and Charlie Dean there. So they've grabbed a tall with the other players uh, for those four selections. So uh, they've got one more later on at 66 uh, on the board. So now it'll be Collingwood with uh, myself. Pick 44. Now we've obviously already got Nick Dacos. Um, Collingwood are crying out for a tall. There's a pretty obvious one. You know, we've lost our second ruck. So Toby Conway, I think, is the fairly obvious choice here. He's perhaps slid a bit. Um, Rucks, it's always hard to work out where they're going to go. But Conway seems the, the most logical selection here for the Pies. They need a ruck and he's clearly the standout pure ruck. So Collingwood with Toby Conway, uh, Geelong Falcon. So Ed with Melbourne, who are you going to pick up with 45? So I'd really like for this player to be available a little bit later for Essendon, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to take the best available player to me for Melbourne. I mean, they've just won the premiership. They've just got to add as much uh, class as possible. And I'm going to take Kai Lohman. Yep. The GWV Rebels player, Kai Lohman with pick 45 to the D's who if Toby Conway hadn't been on the board, it might've been a selection for the pies, but we're going to move on to pick 46 with Geelong and Declan taking Tom Brown, Blake Howes, uh, they've got Connor McDonald, Matty Roberts, and now they're going to be up with 46, uh, which will wrap up their draft for today. So, Declan, uh, how are you going to close out the Cats Hall? Yeah, well, I'm quite miffed at that last selection, to be honest. Lohman was sort of locked in from a long way out. So to have that one stolen right under my nose is a little bit painful. Um, you know, obviously Geelong are a side that probably just need youth more than any specific um, I guess, position. So what I will do is lock in Charlie Molan from the GWV Rebels, who I think is a really hard worker and seems like a good character to bring into that side and really help um, freshen them up. So Charlie Molan wraps up for the Geelong Cats. So that's Geelong out. Now Essendon up with Ed, pick 47. He's got a couple in this little range. So who are you going to go for your first selection, Ed? It's a really tough choice between a couple of players. Uh, but I'm going to lock in, even though he's played as a wingman, he could probably still play as a small forward that they're after. I'm going to go with Ronald Fago Jr. Yep. So Ronald Fago Jr. going with pick 47 to the Bombers. So uh, great to see the Bombers selecting a bit of class and uh, whatnot through there. And obviously out of the uh, Sandful and uh, from up north as well. So, Plenty of uh, interstate players coming to the Bombers. Over to pick 48, Declan with GWS. Who are you going to go? I quite honestly didn't expect to have a fourth pick. So I've sort of had to do this one on the fly. And I'm going to go for one that maybe hasn't gotten a lot of attention, I guess, in terms of draft watching. But I know GWS have spoken to at various points in the year. And I'm going to lock in Luke Nankervis. He's sort of a, a hard-working half-forward from Sandringham. Luke Nankervis going with the next selection uh, there. So pick 49 uh, will be up to Collingwood. So that's obviously me again. Uh, now I've picked up my tall. I've picked up uh, Dacos as well. Uh, so now from a Collingwood perspective... We're probably still looking for that outside class or that small forward. I mean, if Curtis was still on the board, he would have been in consideration. Uh, There's a few small forwards there that probably aren't realistically, it's a bit early to take them. Um, So, I mean, looking down, I actually might go with another tall 
for this selection in Anthony Caminiti out of the Northern Knights. Uh, just fills another need. We've got our ruck. We've got our key forward. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty good for Collingwood in terms of uh, fitting the needs they are looking for. So, Ed, up with pick 50 for Essendon. You just picked Fayo Jr. before, and you've also had Wanganine Malira earlier. Uh, which way are you going to go with this selection? So uh, we've picked two very outside classy types, uh, but the one area Essendon still needs to look up, look out for is some tall, big-bodied midfielders. And at 195 centimetres now, I'd have to go with Ned Long. Uh, unfortunately, got injured uh, early in the year. He's actually doing pretty well, but, but um, he, he might lack in a bit of speed and uh, he's probably doesn't have the upside as others. But, I mean, it's just a list need, to be honest. And with his endurance and if he gets his body right, he could be one that uh, pushes for selection next year. So there we go, Ned Long. A couple of back-to-back Northern Knights going there in Caminiti and Ned Long. So that is the Bombers uh, wrapped up for this draft. Ed uh, has Melbourne with the D's final selection at pick 51. Which way are you going to roll with them? So going to try and add even more outside class. And uh, one of the ones that I really like and uh, really hope he gets drafted is Jamison Ballantyne. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be locking him in. Jamison Ballantyne with the selection there uh, at pick 51 to the D. So I've got a few picks coming up with three different clubs. So hopefully I uh, don't get too confused with these selections. So I've got Collingwood, Hawthorne, and then Brisbane. So from a Collingwood perspective, obviously we've picked up a fair bit. Um, You know, we're not adverse to picking up a bit of a raw type or a bit of an exciting one. Um, there so we've already got our tools so i'm probably i'm weighing up between a couple here um and which way i'm going to go but i reckon i will end up going with uh james willis here at this selection so i'm going to go with the south australian uh at pick 52 um just adds another uh, another i guess interstate player we often pick up a uh south australian along the way and i think he's got a lot of upside so We'll go with James Willis and return the favour for Micah after he took Murley and we did the opposite last draft. So uh, Hawthorne are up next. And I think, look, we've got Hobbs. Um, we've got a few different types going through from the Hawks. And I'm sort of looking down the list going, which way are we going to go? And I might actually go with Arthur Jones here for the Hawks. I just feel that he probably fits that need in that sort of front half. A bit exciting. I think he'll uh, he'll suit the Hawks there. Uh, and then from Brisbane's perspective, uh, obviously I still haven't picked up a tall, and I was kind of keen to pick up a tall, but it's you're looking around, and I'm still not a hundred percent certain on anything uh, like completely. So you sort of, uh, I think I'll just keep staying the course and trying to go with the. Uh, the best available, someone I could turn into at all. So I reckon I'll probably end up going with uh, Morgan Ferris, I think. Uh, not quite a full call, as we know, medium tall, but someone who can still add in that forward half and uh, have a little bit of height there. So uh, the Dockers are up with Ed and pick 55. So, yeah, um, this one's one I've had lined up for quite a while and happy to take him here. And that's the brother of Caleb in Jai Sarong a uh, developing forward who can play at either end and even through the midfield at 193 centimetres. Absolutely. So Jai Sarong goes to the Dockers there with pick 55. And of course, uh, anyone playing at home joins his brother, Caleb, there uh, in the purple. So that'd be pretty good for the Sarong family. So we're going to go to pick 56 with Declan. Uh, Port Adelaide, who are you going to select with this pick? Uh, well, I hate to build a reputation, but I'm going to lay another bid uh, and see if Melbourne really want Taj Woden. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this late, uh, I suppose so. Yeah, we'll match the bid. Yeah, Very he generous of you, Ed. He literally has no picks left in this draft, <laughs> so there's really absolutely zero risk. Um, so Taj Woden going to the Ds and... We thought they were done before. They're not quite. So uh, Declan back with pick uh, 57 now with Port. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go for a a big bodied uh, inside ball winner and lock in Cade Dittmar from East Perth here. Cade Dittmar. 
East Perth, WA boy, heading over the border to Port Adelaide. So, Ditma there. Uh, Carlton with Michael, pick 58. Who are you going to opt for? Yeah, there's a couple who have been taken pretty recently that I would have liked um, and a couple more that I'm sort of tossing up between each other. But um, Carlton's been impartial to, to taking some interstate talent, um, particularly of late. And I'm going to go with another one in, uh, in terms of just a little bit more speed and class on the outside, and that's Lewis Rayson from Glenelg. So I think he'll add to the running power that Carlton needs um, and, uh, you know, that good ball use by foot once again. Okay, so Lewis Rayson going to the Blues with pick 58 there. And I think it's about time that this kid came into the uh, the party. Hawthorne are going to be placing a bid on Jace Burgoyne. Um, Declan, Port Adelaide, uh, what are you going to do uh, with this? Literally will just cost you the next pick. Yeah, well, thanks for the invite, but uh, no thanks. He's, he's going to be sticking with us at Port Adelaide. Yep, I had a feeling that may well be the case. So Port Adelaide, get Jace Burgoyne, and I will have another think again of which way I'm going to go. Um, so uh, with the next selection, I'm going to go someone who I think is probably a bit underrated. Um, he's floated through this draft. He adds a bit in that forward half. I know I picked a forward before, but I'm going to go with Corey Preston of the Eastern Rangers. I think he'll be a slightly different type. He can play off halfback as well and, and play around the ground. So I think the Hawks will be happy with him. So I'm going to go with Corey Preston. Uh, and up next is St Kilda, Micah, uh, the first of four picks overall for you all in a row. So St Kilda have the first two with 61-62, not having to, uh, I guess, match Owens. Uh, they probably won't take this many in the real draft, but uh, go nuts. You've got two picks. All righty, I'm going to go for a small forward with this first pick. I'm going to go and pick Caden Harbour out of Western Australia. I think he just adds a little bit to that forward half. He can do kind of the mercurial things, and I think um, adding a little bit more X factor through that forward half would be would be good for St Kilda. So I'm going to take Caden Harbour, and I'm going to follow it up with a, a taller player, one that I would have loved this to be Mitch Owens, but I'm going to go with Miller Bergman. I think probably got the flexibility to play at both ends, um, can use the footy, good size. I think he's got a pretty high ceiling. Um, and if he can sort of put it together, put it all together at the next level, then um, I think he's got a good, really good chance of being a really handy AFL player. So uh, Caden Harbour and Miller Bergman uh, off to St Kilda. Yep. So that was going to be my line. That's very good. Over to Bulldogs, you're up. So uh, yeah, keep going. Well, I had Corey Preston pegged for this selection from a fair way out. So uh, I'm not overly thrilled about him going just a few before to Hawthorne. Um, but I'm going to go for a guy who's a bit of a bull, um, but he's probably got the flexibility to play a little bit in the forward half as well. I'm going to go Hugh Stagg out of Glenelg um, from South Australia. He sort of had a few moments um, in the state games for South Australia. And um, whilst not necessarily um, a need through the midfield for, for the Western Bulldogs. I think the fact that he has shown a little bit in the forward half, he's, he's been able to kick goals and, and he applies that pressure and he just impacts contests. So I think um, a wor worthy selection at 63 for Western Bulldogs. Certainly. And again, you're up West Coast with pick 64. Who are you going to pick with this one? I'm going to go back to South Australia, I think. I'm going to pick a kid out of South Adelaide called Isaac Burt. He's predominantly plays on the wing, um, can sort of rack up the footy, uses it pretty well off that left foot. Um, I think this is probably, you're sort of just taking a bit of a stab in the dark this late in the draft. And I think he's one that can find a role at AFL level. Um, so just going to sort of add to that outside midfield mix at, at the West Coast Eagles and add Isaac Burt. Isaac Burt going there to West Coast to finish up their draft. Uh, Ed with Fremantle. Uh, who are you going to select with pick 65? So I'm debating between two Eastern Rangers boys. One is a tall that I, I still really like in Tyrus Liu, but I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to go with Jake Saligo, who has played as a midfielder, but has the capacity to play as a small forward or even as a small defender. So Jake Saligo heading to the Dockers. Uh, and we're over to Sydney with Michael. Uh, pick 66. Who are you going to select with this pick? Well, I was going to take Jake Saligo and I had uh, pretty much the same idea as Ed. Um, so I'll, I'll take the other one, which is Tyrese Liu, um, who obviously 
offers a little bit of versatility. He found a spot down back as an intercept marker um, and he should add, um, yeah, I guess that versatility has the potential again to, to play inside midfield and, and be that big body in there. So um, yeah, pretty handy late selection. Certainly. So that's Sydney done with Melbourne over to Michael, uh, pick 67. All right. Well, this player um, has slid a little bit, maybe. Uh, he might be one who, who's a late chance, but Hugh Jackson from North Adelaide, um, who was one of the prime ball winners in the Sample under-18s earlier this year um, and played himself into, into contention um, just with his consistency, I think he'll be a good fit at North Melbourne. Obviously, they've stacked up their midfield already, um, but a little bit of depth can't hurt. And I think if he plays on the outside or off a half-forward flank, he could bring a little bit of value there. Hugh Jackson going to North. So with pick 68, it's Declan up with Port Adelaide. Declan, who are you going to go? Um, yeah, you know, so many good players still on the board that there's a lot to consider. Um what I do think that Port Adelaide might look at come the actual draft is maybe a bit more of a flexible tool um, and one with a bit of athleticism that can play in a couple of different positions. So I'm going to lock in Oscar Adams. Oscar Adams going to Port Adelaide with pick 68. So there's only a couple of selections left in this draft. Obviously, there might be a few more depending on where bids land and things like that. But Adelaide are up next with pick 69. Micah, who are you going to go? I'm going to have to add to the midfield group here. Um, I know Declan's a big fan of this guy. I'm going to pick James Tunstall out of WA. I think a little bit of a bigger body, pretty strong. I think he can use the footy reasonably well. Um, and so I think, yeah, adding adding to that midfield group, I think will be a priority in this draft. And I think being able to add Tunstall late will be um, a pretty handy selection. So going with James Tunstall. James Tunstall there with pick 69, which leaves me with pick 70. Uh, for the Lions. Uh, now, again, I still haven't got a haul, which I really wanted to do for the Lions, so I might be forced into it with this last selection. Um, and I'm just trying to weigh up one after the other, which one, because they're all sort of speculative at this stage of the draft. Um, I reckon I'm going to just take a punt on this kid because I think he's probably got the most upside of the, the tools that are re remaining potentially and go with Oscar Morrison of the Geelong Falcons. Uh, I just think that out of defence, he can probably provide that. I know he's not necessarily going to be key position per se, but, um, you know, he, he's, he's got that upside. So I'm going to go with Oscar Morrison to round out the draft with Brisbane. So uh, that's the draft pretty much wrapped up. So what we'll uh, sort of run through uh, is just quickly a few of the uh, selections. So just maybe give a bit of a line I'll run through the teams uh, and just throw to the uh, the coach to see how they felt about their selections. So obviously we've got uh, with Adelaide, we've got Josh Rochelle, uh, we've got Cooper Murley and Tillian James Tunstall. So there's three there uh, in Rochelle, Murley and Tunstall. Uh, how did you find your haul, Micah? How do you rate, I guess, your performance in the draft? Pretty happy with Rochelle at the top end. Um, like I said, I think adding some X factor, some class, some, some match winning ability to um, what is probably a group that doesn't have it at the moment. I think Rochelle definitely adds that. Getting towards the mid middle of the draft, I would have loved to have been able to add another midfielder here. So Connor McDonald was right on my radar, but he went just before. So I was a little bit disappointed about that, but still Merley probably had didn't quite have a year that he was hoping to but he's another one that just adds a little bit of class and someone that can hit the scoreboard so pleased with him and then Tunstall who I just just grabbed towards the end it's just another midfielder to, to sort of um, add to a, a relatively young midfield group that's sort of starting to develop at Adelaide so um, pretty pleased with the early selections and it gets a little bit tougher late but um, happy to happy to add Tunstall and Murley. Perfect. And for Brisbane, obviously, I selected uh, Tyler Sonzi. Uh, we had Arlo Draper, and then we went Lachlan Rankin, Morgan Ferris, and then Oscar Morrison. We, we would have liked a, a tall higher up, but with Arlo Draper on the board, I felt like it was too low not to select him. Uh, so we got a lot of class in and then went with some speculative, maybe not quite key position, but medium talls and whatnot. So... Not too disappointed with the haul. Could have gone a bit better, but overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the class they've added. I think it suits a need uh, there. So we'll move on to Carlton. 
Uh, now they've picked Judson Clark and Lewis Rayson. Michael, only two selections. How did you find it? Yeah, I think I'm relatively pleased as a Carlton fan. Um, Judson Clark's probably the, the player, um, and there will be plenty uh, of similar types around that range. Um, but yeah, the, the kind of player that Carlton really needs. And then down the order, Lewis Rayson adds that running power and a bit of class. So um, a pretty straightforward haul. Um, might have gone with the tall later on um, and maybe even in that first pick now that Liam Jones is gone. But uh, yeah, pretty content either way. And with Collingwood's selection, they obviously picked up Nick Dacos, who everyone knows will happen uh, prior to the draft. So they got Nick Dacos. Then they went with Toby Conway, Anthony Caminiti and James Willis. Uh, so obviously they managed to get their ruck, uh, their key forward, and then they've got Willis adding to that extra bit of class there alongside Dacos. So Overall, pretty happy with Collingwood's Hall. I think I addressed the needs they were after uh, and it worked pretty well. So for Essendon, we've got Nasaya Wanganin Malira uh, and Ronald Feo Jr. Uh, and then Ned Long as well. So obviously a bit of different with the last selection. Ed, how did you find the uh, the three players you picked up? Yeah, um, it would have been nice to get uh, quality small forward in, but uh, when you're getting that late in the draft, you've kind of just got to pick ones that either you, you think can play that position. I mean, uh, Fago Jr. could play as a small forward, even though he's played as a wingman, but um, he's definitely an exciting type. And so is uh, Wangane Malira, who uh, could play a, a range of roles long-term. He's a very classy player, one of the best users of the ball in the draft. And Essendon just don't have many tall midfielders. And uh, with a late pick like that, I mean, Ned Long, whether he comes on or not is fine, but it's just a list need that uh, needed to be filled. Absolutely. And so Fremantle, Ed, again, you've picked up Mac Andrew with the first selection there heading to the Dockers. Then you've got the local boy in Neil Erasmus. Uh, you've gone Campbell Chesser, uh, Jai Sarong to join his brother Caleb there, and then Jake Saligo. What do you make of that uh, larger haul for the Dockers? Yeah, they're probably a little bit shy on going for some of the Victorians with uh, Adam Chera leaving, but I mean, you've still got to draft for talent and uh, Mac Andrew is a very exciting talent. Uh, he could be anything. And again, he is in the position of need being a taller player that can play at either end. Uh, and Neil Erasmus is just, the, the, in my opinion, the best uh, midfielder available at that selection who's local. And uh, he, he does fit a need as well. I mean, they don't have that many taller midfielders if Nat Fife goes down. Uh, David Mundy's nearing the end of his career as well. And uh, just in terms of value, I mean, Campbell Chester at that pick is, is a good selection. Uh, Jai Sarong fills a, fills a positional need as a, as a tall forward. And Jake Saliga, I find, has really good value late in the draft. All right. So Geelong with Declan, you picked up Tom Brown, obviously the uh, the father-son that isn't a father-son due to the eligibility, but you got him anyway. Uh, so Tom Brown, Blake Howes, Connor McDonald, uh, Matthew Roberts, uh, and Charlie Mullen. Uh, how did you find your draft hall for the Cats? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that as a list refresh. Um, you know, I think that every single one of those players is going to be someone that can fill a role at AFL level. And that's probably what Geelong need more than anything else. And especially, you know, those first two selections in Brown and Howes, I was really excited about, um, you know, Howes I viewed as a, a pretty big slider. So that was really good to see. So from Hawthorne's perspective, uh, I took Ben Hobbs, Sam Butler, Rhett Bazo, and then late went with Arthur Jones and Corey Preston. Overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I managed to get the tall uh, as well as some exciting outside players and, of course, inside. So a bit of a mix there for the Hawks, able to add more to their, I guess, list that they're trying to grow uh, in, under new coach Sam Mitchell now. So pretty happy with Hawthorne's list. I'll just quickly go through Gold Coast too. They had the one selection. Uh, could have forgotten about it almost because it was so high up. They took Josh Gibkiss, and of course, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that happening on the day. So that's quite good there. Taking the key position defender was happy with that selection, although it kind of wrote itself in many ways. Uh, GWS there with uh, Declan. So uh, you've obviously picked up Finn Callahan with your first selection, then Jai Amos, uh, and then down the order you went with Faye. You obviously matched that bid, and then you picked up. Nan Curvis, who I know is a personal favourite of yours. So um, give us a bit of an idea how you felt your draft went. Yeah, it was really good to get, you know, Callahan, who is the standout Metro midfielder outside of the father-son options um, and still be able to hit that key position need uh, with our second first round pick. So I was really happy with that. And then obviously Faye, we know what he brings. He's just a really good um, running defender out of 
the back line with a long penetrating kick and you know Nankervis is probably that uh I guess stereotypical project athlete but I think he's got a lot of tools to work with to uh make it at the next level so a good haul there for the Giants. So we're up to Melbourne now. And the D's, obviously, reigning premiers come in. You've got Mitch Owens, uh, who they bid on to take off St Kilda's hands. Then they went Josh Brown, Kai Lohman, uh, Jamison Ballantyne, a couple of... That was Corey uh, Warner boys. instead of Josh Brown. Yep, I read the wrong name. There you go, Corey Warner. <laughs> Very quick on that one. Uh, and... Jamison Ballantyne, and then went Taj Woden. They matched that bid uh, without too much of a risk there. So, uh, Ed, uh, give us a bit of rundown into the D's picks. Yeah, I'm really thrilled with uh, with these picks. Um, I mean, Mitch, Mitch Owens, uh, that's probably at the earliest I would probably take him personally, but I still feel he's you know a good player. He's got a lot of upside. Uh, he can play quite a few positions on the ground, which Melbourne could use. Uh, he doesn't have to be ready straight away. They can uh, develop him in the in the VFL, no problem. Uh, you've also got you know the outside class that they they needed to address with uh, Corey Warner and uh, Jameson Ballantyne. I mean they're really classy wingmen and use the ball really well. And uh, Kyle Lyman, I think, is definitely one of the value picks if he's taken that late in the real thing. I mean he's got a lot of spark and he just has some things that other players can't do really with his uh, leap and speed. And uh, Wei Woden is a father son. I mean he. he he was an obvious one to get that late. I mean, he's another one who can kind of play on the outside or off halfback, but uh, yeah, he's another good selection there. All right, so moving on to North Melbourne now, Michael, uh, Jason Horn francis with pick one, then went Darcy Wilmot uh, with their next selection, then Paul Curtis and Charlie Dean back-to-back, uh, and Hugh Jackson. Uh, what did you sort of make of uh, your overall selection? Happy with how you went? Yeah, well, I think... Um... I guess after the the first pick with Jason Horn Francis, um, the the rest of of the the hall I guess addresses a few different needs. So Wilmot is that running defender, adding a, a little bit of versatility to the back line. Uh, Paul Curtis is that small forward, and then Charlie Dean a bit of key defensive depth. So um, I feel like you know probably Horn Francis, Wilmot, Dean they'll be pretty ready to go. Curtis might take some time, and then Hugh Jackson at the back end was um, you know just one that I, I rated and. Uh, thought should go in the national intake, so managed to snap him up. All right. So, Declan, uh, Port Adelaide, you've taken Josh Sin, Kay Dittmar, Max Jace Burgoyne, and then Oscar Adams. Uh, give us a rundown into your selections. Uh, I think they're excellent, personally, and hit some some good needs for Port Adelaide and, you know, some best available thrown in there. Um, they're just a hard team to pick for. I think they've got such a complete list um you know again it, it's sort of more just selecting guys that you think are going to be able to fit in uh over the course of their careers and have an impact and yeah I, I think I've done that all right so moving on from Port to Richmond Michael uh you selected Josh Ward up first and Jacob Van Ruin you got Angus Sheldrick Zach Taylor Jack Williams uh and you pretty much done one pretty quick there for the Tigers inside that sort of top 30 range uh what do you think of your overall selections? Yeah, it was a heck of a rush in those 20s having back-to-back-to-back selections. Um, and I sort of forgot about what I'd already taken, but pretty happy uh, with those first two picks especially. Uh, Josh Ward, I think, is the ideal player for Richmond. Uh, a little bit of a Trent Cotchin sort of replacement. Um, Jacob Van Ruin has that ability to play at either end of the ground so they can mould him into whatever sort of player they like. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean... You know, his ceiling's obviously a little higher for that. Then took another West Aussie in Angus Sheldrick, followed by Zach Taylor, a little bit of midfield depth. So one's a sort of hard runner and an inside bull, whereas the other is your classy type. And Jack Williams rounds out the hall. Um, yeah, again, a little bit of key position depth, um, one who can play up forward, but also roll through the ruck. So given what they've lost um, in that department, um, yeah, he's one who can fill in, hopefully down the line. So St Kilda are up next. So they took Josh Goda uh, and then unfortunately missed out on Mitch Owens due to uh, Melbourne taking him. Uh, so then they did get Marcus Windhager uh, and then went Caden Harbour and Miller Bergman. Uh, Micah, run us through your selections and, and how you feel at the end of the draft. 
Yeah, missing out on Owens is pretty devastating. It kind of put a bit of a dampener on the on this haul. Um, but pleased to get Goder in early. It's probably at the top end of his range, I'd say. But um, I think a sort of a taller midfielder that's that's an athlete is probably a nice fit for St Kilda. Um, so I'm pretty pleased with that selection. Good to get Win Hager in. Obviously, I'd expect, I'd expect that would happen on draft night. And then just towards the back end with with Harbour and Bergman, I think obviously a tall and a sorry. A, sorry, probably a medium sort of athletic tool and then a small in Caden Harbour. Um, guys who I think can can forge roles at the next level and and probably a fair bit of sort of upside to, given where they were selected in the back end of, of the draft. So I think they're every chance at, at finding a role at AFL level and probably value selections where I was able to get them. So that's the Saints wrapped up there for Sydney. Uh, this was Michael, went with... Mitch Nebbett with his first selection, then Lee Lear, uh, and then went with Sam Banks and Tyrese Liu for your four picks. Uh, the Swans, how did you find it? Yeah, another sort of enjoyable haul to take. I think a little bit like uh, what I did with North Melbourne, was able to cover off a few needs. So Nevitt um, being that big body midfielder, probably jumped at him a little bit at pick 18, but then covered the key defensive stocks with Lekalia, um, a player with enormous upside. So those two uh, together, I think, have pretty bright futures um, and really could be outstanding players. Um, Sam Banks, one who's almost a little bit forgotten about, uh, was pretty happy to take him around the pick 40 range, I believe. And then Tyrese Liu, um, just a versatile type. You know, we can see what he becomes with a, a later pick. Um, but yeah, one who I think, again, deserves to be taken within that national intake. All right, so that's the Swans done. West Coast uh, up next in our sort of quick reviews. So, Micah, you've taken Matt Johnson, uh, Jesse Motlop. So you went some locals, uh, Brady Hoff again, uh, and Isaac Burt. So uh, Burt joining the West Australian crew, the four selections. What did you, uh, how did you sort of find it at the end? Yeah, I was really eager to add to the midfield group for West Coast. So Johnson obviously fits the bill there and being able to get Brady Hoff sort of through the middle of that draft, please too, given that they're both Western Australians as well. That's quite helpful. Uh, Jesse Motlop um, around that 30 range, I was quite pleased to get as well. I think he'll be a handy small forward at the next level. So pleased to get him in. And then Isaac Burt's a bit of an interesting one out of South Australia, maybe just adding to that sort of outside group and being able to bring um, a bit of run and carry, um, bit of accumulation on the outside and, and he's a pretty good user as well. So pleased with that selection late. And the final team today that we're going to look at is the Western Bulldogs uh, there. Obviously they didn't have too many selections with Sam Darcy and then Hugh Stagg. So Micah wrap us up your two picks. Uh, not much to say, but what do you, what did you think about those? I mean, Hugh Stagg late is another just sort of stab in the dark a bit of a ball can offer a little bit in the forward half as well but really the draft is about Darcy and being able to go sort of back to back in two two drafts adding real top end key position talents pretty handy so um, obviously would have loved the bid to come a little bit later but in reality it probably doesn't matter that much we're going to add Sam Darcy and um, he'll be one that will be um, projects as being able to probably have an influence at either end but um, one that's just sort of Adding, adding top-end key position talent in any draft is is obviously um, really handy. So, yeah, two years in a row is an awesome get for Western Bulldogs. So that wraps up the final Siren podcast. Thanks to Rookie Me Central's Phantom Draft for another year, 2021. We're looking forward to the real thing coming up this week, of course, across two nights for Wednesday and Thursday. So, firstly, uh, gents, thank you for joining me today, uh, Michael. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely did, mate. Uh, hopefully not too many fans are out for our heads after it, but um, yeah, always enjoyable to put the recruiter's hat on. Yeah, just a bit of fun. Declan, thanks very much for uh, joining in again. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. And I also want to emphasise just a bit of fun. Micah, uh, thanks for joining us again for this one. No worries. Always a pleasure, boys. And always always a bit of fun to do a, do a fan of drafts. I really enjoyed it. Yep, and... Ed, you, you're going to, you know, add to that uh, sentiment and also say it's a bit of fun? Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. But I'm, I'm mostly happy that I was able to get the picks I really wanted. It wasn't really many times where I felt, oh, damn, they took that other player that I really wanted. So, yeah, there's a lot of good value in the later parts of the draft as well, I really feel, this year. So it'll be really interesting to see how it goes in real thing. 
Great to uh, have another episode here of the Final Siren podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Make sure you're tuning in or I guess keeping your eyes out on the social media channels of Rookie Me Central uh, at Rookie Me Central uh, across Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. There's plenty of content coming up uh, in the lead up to the draft. We're doing team by team previews. We're going to have sort of obviously this phantom draft and then there's going to be some special draft night content with videos uh, leading into the night and then some live reactions after some of the rounds on Wednesday and Thursday night, as well as a full recap. Uh, And then we're done for another year. So we're almost there and we're about to see plenty of players realize their dream. And, and for others, uh, there's always another year as we'll see some mature ages taken. So that's it from me, Peter Williams here uh, for the final siren podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening and make sure you tune in next time. Thanks very much.